Welcome to Wellness Realness with Christina Rice. I'm your host, Christina. I'm a holistic health coach and the creator of ChristinaRiceWellness.com, where you can find my blog, services, programs, and current ebooks. You can also find me on my other podcast, Straight Up Paleo. In this podcast, I'll be discussing all things related to health and wellness, and I promise to always keep it very real. If you'd like to submit a question or topic for me to discuss, send it in to podcast at christinaricewellness.com. Don't forget to subscribe, leave a rating and a review on iTunes, and most importantly, enjoy the show. Hey, friends. Welcome back. I am in a new location as I record this. I'm in my childhood bedroom, which is always weird to me to be in my childhood bedroom again. Well, not really my childhood bedroom, my high school bedroom, but same thing. I'm in the Bay Area right now. I grew up in the Bay, if you didn't know that. San Mateo region, not San Mateo, Belmont to be specific, but no one knows where Belmont is, so San Mateo is more well well known. I'm here because my sister's bridal showers this weekend and it's also Mother's Day. And while I'm down here, I recorded a few podcasts, saw some people doing some work. I am lucky enough to have a job where I can work from anywhere. So, you know, always got to get some work in, saw some clients, lots of fun things. And now I'm recording a podcast here. I've been dying to record this podcast for some time, but now it's just the first day I've had a chance to sit down or rather stand up because I do all my work standing. If you don't know, sitting is the new smoking. I have a blog post about this. You should read it. So I do all my work standing. I honestly, at this point, can't even focus when I'm sitting anymore. Very strange. Anyways, things have been very busy. I've been traveling a lot back and forth and now it's the first day I have to record this podcast and about a week and a half ago, two weeks ago, I was at Palo FX in Austin, Texas and I really wanted to do a podcast with a whole recap of Palo FX and what happened. I asked on my stories if you guys would rather have a podcast or a blog post about it and it was pretty much 50-50 so I decided to just do both also because multiple people messaged me or emailed me asking me to do both because some people take notes on podcasts and so they said it would be easier to reference back to a blog post. So I thought, sure, but you can check on my blog if you want my written recap and you can listen to this if you want my verbal one. I probably will add in a few extra nuggets of information to this one because it's easier for me to talk it all out than it is to type it all out. But anyways, before I get into the full recap of everything, I want to talk to you about this week's podcast sponsor because I get so incredibly excited when I get to work with and tell you guys about products that I love that are awesome. And this is a company I've been wanting to work with for a while. Anyone who's in my my program knows I, I love this brand, but Just Thrive Probiotic and Antioxidant. So probiotics, I mean, I love probiotics, right? But I'm super, super picky when it comes to probiotics. It is very hard 
to find a probiotic that works well, that works with your body, but also that is still active and alive once it reaches the intestines. So if you're not familiar with this, there, I mean, I think we all know there are a ton of different probiotics out on the market. You can go to the store and find so many, but a lot of them, the the probiotics are inactive. They're dead in there or or by, just by the time they get to your intestines, they die. So that's kind of pointless. So unfortunately, out of a lot of probiotics out there are kind of just marketing scams, just trying to get your money. And it can be hard to find one that you trust. And this is one of the only ones that I ever recommend to people. This is the one I recommend to the ladies in my program. And it's the one I use. And I actually first heard about it a while back when I was talking to Dr. Ruscio, if you're familiar with him, he's an incredible functional medicine doctor. And I have a podcast episode coming out with him pretty soon too, which I'm sure you guys will all love. He is the gut health guru and has an awesome book, Healthy Gut, Healthy You, all the things. But he recommended this probiotic to me and I actually hadn't heard about it. So I decided to order it and did some research. And I mean, I always will test things out on myself. So I started using it and I fell in love with it. It is incredible. And I was just so excited to have finally found a probiotic that I really loved that I could recommend to you guys. It's actually the first and only 100% spore-based probiotic that arrives alive in the intestines naturally, like I said, and it produces antioxidants. So it is incredible for supporting not only your digestive health, but also your immune health. And also, the strains in Just Thrive were also recently proven in a published study to begin to heal leaky gut in only 30 days. We all know how much I like to geek out (laughs) over a leaky gut and gut health. And this is amazing because so many people are struggling with leaky gut, aka intestinal permeability. This is at the root of many, many people's health issues, can affect everything from not only digestion, but also skin health, immune health, athletic performance. Our gut health affects our weight, our mood. You know, 90% of our serotonin is produced in your gut, so it can help a lot if you're someone who's really stressed out, if you struggle with regulating your mood. Gut health is, as we all know, one of my favorite topics, but it's because it really is at the root of everything, in my opinion. So there are so many health benefits, and I really think everybody needs a high quality probiotic in their life. And I just love this one because like I said, it's so hard to find one that's 100% survivable in the intestines, 100% alive. So many of them do not survive the stomach's environment because it's pretty acidic. It could be harsh. So that's why I love this Just Thrive probiotic. Can really help with your digestion. Also, no refrigeration required, which is very, very helpful, especially for me while I travel. I actually literally just took my probiotic, my Just Thrive, right before I started this podcast. So it's an incredible product. Make sure you check it out. You can go to bit.ly slash just thrive crw and order yours. It's a 30-day supply. You just take one a day and this can really help you turn around and improve your health. So everything from obviously gut health, digestion, but 
also immune support, you know, metabolic reconditioning, athletic performance, joint pain, allergies, your mood, like I mentioned, so many different things. So loving this probiotic and really, really excited that I'm getting to work with this company and tell you guys about it. So again, head to bit.ly slash just thrive CRW to get your hands on this incredible probiotic and antioxidant. So it's not just a probiotic, it's also an antioxidant. And you can read all about the product more there. You can learn more about the research, the studies behind this. Really, really incredible. So I'm very excited for you guys to check it out and try it out because I am seriously loving it and I love to geek out on all things gut health and help you guys improve your gut health because I promise it makes you feel so much better overall in general. And what's cool is I actually got to meet the founders of Just Thrive, the company, when I was at Paleo FX. I got to meet a lot of really, really cool people, really great companies, and I'll tell you more about everybody I met in a second. The other thing I want to mention, I have a few other updates, is that my Paleo Women Lifestyle Program, I have opened up a self-study option. So previously the program was run only as a group. So I would run a group and everybody would sign up and then I'd take everybody through it. And it's so much fun. We all become best friends. It's amazing. All of the things. But, you know, I have heard from a few people like they miss signups and they're wondering when it's going to come back. And I also know that people are always looking for more affordable options. And I just really want to help get this information out to you guys. And I was also really re-inspired after Paleo FX because, you know, we're just surrounded by all these people who have a common goal of helping people understand that by changing their nutrition and their lifestyle habits, they can totally transform their health and well-being. And it's pretty incredible hearing people, you know, reverse chronic illnesses or just overcome things that they thought were going to be lifelong conditions or even if it's not a specific illness or disease just feeling good in everyday life so many people walk around and they think it's normal to feel tired and have brain fog or they don't even realize they have that or the digestive issues like I mentioned are just so widespread and you're not destined to feel like that forever and I just really believe that the information in my program is something that pretty much all women should hear. I think it's super helpful and valuable and I want to get it out to more people. So that being said, I decided to open up a self-study option. So what this means is that you will get access to the course, everything online, which means the video lectures, the audio lectures, the PDFs. It's going to be the exact same course that the girls in the regular group program get, except you'll be doing this on your own, on your own time. You'll have it forever. And you also will not be a part of the private Facebook group and you will not have access to the live video coaching calls. So this will obviously be at a reduced price. So you get all the information. You're just not getting the group support aspect aspect of it or the addition all the additional information that I share in the live video calls but it still is 
a wealth of information. The modules are hefty. It takes a long time to work through. You get a lot of stuff in there. It's very comprehensive, like I said. I think the group aspect brings it up another level. There's nothing quite like having a community who can help motivate you and re-inspire you and having the ability to kind of just ask me your questions at any time and ask each other for help. So that is why the group is so amazing. But the regular course, it just itself, is, I think, really incredible, too. I know I'm biased, but there's a lot of information in there. And if you sign up for self-study, that's great because it's cheaper and you don't have to wait for me to run the next group to sign up. If you sign up for that and then later on, when I am running a group, want to join in on the group and get access to the private Facebook group and the resources in there and the live video coaching calls with me, then you can absolutely upgrade. We'll just have you pay the difference. We'll figure it out and it'll be awesome and I would love to have you in that group. So I just wanted to open up this option so that more people can sign up. You don't have to wait for a group and, you know, there's not going to be limited spaces for someone just to go ahead and sign up for that course online because it can only take a certain number of people in the groups because I need to be able to get to know everyone. So if you want to learn more about that or if you want to sign up for it, you can head to bit.ly slash lifestyle. And I have all the information there. You can buy the course. And if you're curious about when the next group is opening up, then that is where I post that. And I also would recommend setting up for my email list, which you can sign up for on my website, christinaricewellness.com. And I will send out emails ahead of time when group signups are coming up. So that's sort of all the information about that. I'm really excited about this self-study option. I'm not sure how long I'm going to keep it open for, but I know that right now I need to keep it. I want to keep it open. I want to have it there. So I, I don't know if I'll take it away in the future, but I know right now I want it there because I'm just feeling really desperate to help get this information out to people. Like I feel very responsible and it's like the more and more people I talk to and the more I travel I realize how confusing the health space is and I remember when I was so confused and spending hours on Google and trying all these things that I thought were making me healthy and I was making so many mistakes and I could have just saved myself a lot of time if I had known all of this ahead of time and I want to save you from that fate. So that's kind of my goal with this and yeah. So again, you can head to bit.ly slash paleo women lifestyle to sign up. Would love to have you in there and I'm really excited about this new self-study option. And then my third and final announcement is that if you haven't heard we are hosting a Straight Up Paleo podcast retreat, which is my other podcast, Straight Up Paleo. So my co-host Kara and I and our intern Kelly have been working to put together a killer, killer retreat. And it's actually also going to be in Austin, Texas, and it's going to be in August, August 10th through the 12th. That one definitely has a limited number of attendees that can come. We have a really great location. We will all come and hang out. There's going to be a few days of workshops with me and Kara. We're going to talk about everything 
relating to nutrition and health and body image and mindset and energy healing. We have some workouts planned. We're going to go to the Onnit facilities and work out there, which are which is awesome and also, you know, hikes, walks. It'll be beautiful. We're obviously going to be cooking some delicious food. We're partnering up with a ton of our favorite brands to make delicious meals. We'll also go out a few times to eat. We're going to get some really awesome quality one-on-one time with you guys and get to know you. And we have a few other tricks up our sleeves. So it's going to be a lot of fun. And there's also a VIP option where you can get a one-on-one session with me and Kara individually while you're there, which will be great. And of course, you'll get to know other listeners and find like-minded people. It'll be a lot of fun. And Austin is just a really awesome city. Now I know that, now that I've been there. So would love to have you there. And if you want to learn more, you can go to bit.ly slash subretreat 2018. We have a lower price for May and then the price is going to go up in June. So I recommend you get your early bird ticket now, sign up, start making accommodations. Again, it's going to be in August, but the time is going to fly. If I know anything, it's that time flies as has been shown in the past few weeks because I don't really even know what has happened in my life. But Again, would love to have you there. So bit.ly slash subretreat 2018. Going to be a ton of fun. All the info is on that website. You're going to get some kick-ass goodie bags. I mean, you guys saw my big 100 episode giveaway. You know I can make some killer goodie bags. So I'm very excited about that and cannot wait to meet you if you sign up. So that will be a lot, a lot of fun. And I think those are all my updates for now. My last update is that right now I'm smoking a duck and I really hope it turns out well. I have not used this smoker before and I don't know, but these are the things. When I came home, I told my parents, I said, can you please get the smoker over here because I need to smoke a duck because I don't have a a smoker in my apartment in in Los Angeles. And I also don't have a grill. So obviously I'm just eating all of the grilled things and smoked things is what I want to do the next few days. So that's my other random update about my life that you may or may not care about. Okay. Now that we've got updates out of the way, let's get into the Paleo FX recap. And I want to talk about like what I did, who I saw, products I saw. And I also want to get into the speakers because I took notes on some things, other things I didn't, but I remember. And I just kind of want to talk about it, you know, give me the 411 of what went down in case you, you didn't get to go too. So it was my first time in Austin. Besides one time when I was there overnight because I missed my flight, but that was different. This is my first time in Austin and I went by myself. I wasn't worried about it because I knew I was going to meet a million people there who I know and I love traveling by myself. It's so much easier for me to travel by myself than with other people because, you know, everyone has their quirks with traveling and that's not bad. 
I have my quirks and so I'd rather just have my own quirks by myself and not annoy anyone else or get annoyed by anyone else's quirks if you know what I mean. I'm very routine and scheduled when I travel but it was great and I got a really really cute Airbnb that was attached to this incredibly nice house like very nice the pool had this bar in it with really fancy bar stools that had like football teams on them and the pool lit up with rainbow lights and I could see into the main house and it had this tv that was like the size of my entire apartment and it just looked very fancy and there was like a rooftop area and when I went to my airbnb there was this binder filled with probably 50 pages of rules basically telling me that I couldn't throw a party so I mean obviously I was not about to throw a party there but I can see why they might have that problem with people who stay there, but it was a really cute studio, had a nice kitchen, so I could cook things if I wanted to slash needed to, which I did want to, and it was a really great location because it was five to ten minutes away walking from the Palmer Event Center, which is where Paleo FX was being held, and it was walkable to Whole Foods, so the Whole Foods in Austin, if you don't know, is the flagship location. So it's very famous and everyone knows that that's where you gotta go if you're a foodie or a, a health junkie and you go to Austin. So I was really excited to go there and when I first well, let me back up. First of all, when I got on the plane, well, before I got on the plane, I ran into someone who follows me and listens to my podcast and her name was Sydney and it was so nice chatting with her. She was so sweet and she was going to Paleo FX as well. So it was just funny running into her and we sat next to each other on the plane and she was super sweet and it's just awesome because when that kind of thing happens right off the bat, you know it's going to be a good trip because it just kind of foreshadows all of the the new friendships that you're going to make over the weekend and cool people you're going to meet and it's really just cool connecting with like-minded individuals so she was really awesome she's from the bay area too and we were just chatting she's a personal trainer and mental health therapist so we had a long common not that i'm a mental health therapist or a personal trainer but we both have the same interest in health and wellness um so yeah she was really really sweet and told me a little bit about paleo fx because she had been before so shout out to sydney if you're listening she's amazing and anyway so i had the flight got in a bit late because the flight was delayed and I mean, it was 9.55 and I needed to go to Whole Foods by the time it closed at 10 because they also needed breakfast the next morning. So I ran over there and this is my thing about the Whole Foods. I was, okay, it was a nice Whole Foods, but I guess I was, I was just underwhelmed, I guess, because I thought it was just going to be the most incredible thing I'd ever seen. And... I mean, it was nice. It was good. It was cool because it was one of those Whole Foods that has a ton of different restaurants inside of it. So there was like different bars to drink at and places to eat and, you know, a sushi bar. And they have a huge butcher meat section and fish section and tons of veggies and all the nut butters and all the things. So it was really cool. But 
I also, I think I just expected it to be way bigger than it was because I've been in Whole Foods that feel like just as big, if not bigger than that one. So I guess I was just surprised because everybody was telling me it's the biggest Whole Foods they've ever been to and it just didn't feel as big as I expected. But it was still great and I also obviously hopped by the hot bar to see what was there and they had a much wider selection of things cooked in olive oil than I typically see. Although let's be real, it's not real olive oil, but I'd still for peace of mind, rather have that than canola oil things. So the hot food bar was really cool. It was also really cool because I mean, you can tell the paleo population, they are ready for the paleo population, or maybe it's like that all the time. Maybe it is, but things would be labeled with stickers, paleo approved or paleo friendly. So they were very ready for the paleo crowd. And they also had a, they had different products there that I hadn't seen before. I got this really awesome pickle. I know I'm so weird, but I got a really great pickle there. And they had some sparkling water brands that I had never seen. They had one of my favorite nut butters, Dastoni. I don't know how you pronounce it. Dastoni, Dastoni, I don't know. But they had hazelnut butter that I got. I love their pumpkin seed butter. I'm sure you know I'm obsessed with it. And just random products products like that. So I grabbed some things to cook in my Airbnb for breakfast. You know, took a took a snoop around. Everybody in there was going to Paleo FX. And then I went home, slept slept in a bit, woke up. I did a maps anywhere workout and it honestly kicked my ass. I seriously underestimated it and <laughs> I was so sore almost immediately after and I was so confused. I was so confused, but so I've been doing maps anywhere since I started traveling at Paleo FX and I'm on the third week and I'm truly obsessed with it it is such a good program and I I mean I told I was with the guys and I was like I told them I said I am kind of irritated about how much I like this program because I was looking for more things to criticize you on um just because I like to give them a hard time but it's really great programming and very effective and I'm pretty sore. I've been very sore since I did it and I also feel like I'm actually noticing changes in my body which I haven't really like noticed any changes in my body in a while but I'm definitely getting stronger but multiple people have made comments to me about the way I look. So if you're interested in those programs go to www.mindpumpmedia.com slash Christina Rice Wellness and check them all out. I use the maps anywhere. The other one I generally recommend if you go to the gym is maps anabolic. And also I got a discount code. I'm so excited. If you use the code wellness, you can get 10% off of a maps program. So use that code wellness. Woohoo. Anyways, so did a workout. Then I wanted to go on a walk, typical, and I wanted to go to Ladybird Lake. And my Uber dropped me off by some river, which was not where I wanted to go. And then I was stranded, tried to make it work, could just didn't want to be there. So then got another Uber and finally made my way over to Ladybird Lake. And I walked around that lake for probably an hour and a half. It was so nice. It was so nice. And then I went to this food truck that I wanted to go to called Curcuma, I believe. And it had a bunch of different 
fancy drinks and different vegan plant-based food and I was deciding between these jicama tacos with like walnut meat and they had the spirulina pesto bowl and I decided to go with the spirulina pesto bowl it was so freaking good and I also got this it was like a cacao coffee drink their their drink list was amazing it was so good and that was seriously bomb after that i went over to pillow fx to get my pass the day, a day early because it didn't start till the next day and i met up with my friend dana from real food with dana she's been on this podcast and i've been on her podcast and also her friend kate who i met right then so kate from nutrition with kate and it was so great to finally meet dana in real life because we've been friends for a long time and it's just always fun to finally meet people in real life and then we kind of just gallivanted about went to whole foods again and looked around and kate showed us some fun products in there because she used to live in in texas And after that, we went to 24 Diner for dinner, and we got really good burgers. I got this mushroom burger. Okay, I can't say that because there are things that are mushroom burgers that are burgers made out of mushrooms, so that's not what I mean. It was an actual burger, and it was topped with these really good marinated mushrooms, and then I got their cauliflower and broccoli on the side and a side salad, and it was so good, and they were so friend like paleo friendly and they asked dana if she was on whole 30 because she's a dana and kate are both whole 30 coaches and dana has a little pop socket that's whole that says whole 30 so he was like oh are you whole 30 are you doing whole 30 and she's like oh no i'm not but basically they were very well aware and could have made any accommodations for whole 30 so i obviously made a really high maintenance order but it was all good it was it was a really good burger i just have to say that so that was delicious and then we basically went home we were all really tired and then the next day was paleo fx so this was where the real fun began i was very excited to see what was inside and in terms of size i didn't know what to expect but it was bigger than the nta conference but way smaller than expo west I've never been to Expo East, so I have no idea what it's like in comparison to that. But basically, it was big enough where there were a ton of different vendors, but also not so big that it was overwhelming. Like, Expo West gives me adrenal fatigue and makes me never want to come back. But it was very inviting, and I felt like I could cover everything, but it was also going to take me some time. And I also loved that everything was kind of filtered out. So the problem with Expo West is... It's pretty hard to find all the actually good brands and they're all spread out, but Paleo FX is nice because all the good brands are right there in front of you. And pretty much every single brand there, I was like, yes, you're awesome. So that was really fun. And I got to meet the founders of many of the brands that I know and love and also found some new companies. So one person I was super excited to meet was Nicholas from Somnifix. You guys know I'm obsessed with Somnifix and they are another proud sponsor of this podcast. So if you don't know what Somnifix is, it is mouth tape. And I've written a blog post about all the health benefits of mouth taping. But basically the idea is you tape your mouth shut at night when you're sleeping 
I know it sounds weird at first. Just hold on. We're talking about pillow effects. This is about biohacking, right? So you tape your mouth shut and it forces you to breathe through your nose at night, which really, really helps not only with snoring or drooling if you do one of those but also just keeping your body in that parasympathetic state so that you don't wake up throughout the night and this is this has totally transformed my sleep I get such good sleep even if I get few hours so especially when I'm traveling this is super important to me because I can get a good night's rest even if I'm not going to get a full eight so this mouth tape is awesome because it's specially designed to be hypoallergenic and easy to pop off so you can easily open your mouth and it it will pop off and it also has a little breathable mouth vent in the front so if you need to you can breathe through it but this is really really incredible I think everybody needs to try mouth taping and another really good resource to learn more about the benefits is Mike Mutzel he has a really awesome YouTube channel. You can look up high intensity health and he talks all about so many different benefits of mouth taping. And sometimes it takes some time to get used to. So it could take a few weeks, a few days, because you might find that when you're first sleeping with tape over your mouth, you in your sleep rip it off or it ends up somewhere strange. You don't even know. So just keep at it. Keep at it. Give it a shot. Eventually your body will get used to it. And after your body gets used to it, this will seriously change your life. I cannot live without it anymore. And everybody that I get to try it falls in love with it too. So if you're interested in trying the Somnifix, you can use the code CRWSLEEP for 15% off of a box. That is the highest discount that I know of. And you can get that on Amazon. Or if you just go to Somnifix.com, that'll it'll link you straight to Amazon. You can buy them there. So, I mean, I just cannot explain to you how much I love mouth taping and also how awesome Nicholas is which is why it was so great to meet him and he also gave me these really really great shirts because we have been joking about it because the shirts say nose breather on them which I just think is amazing if you guys know about like mouth breather from stranger things this is nose breather because nose breathing is actually optimal for health so got some really cool new shirts, which I'm very excited about. So thank you, Nicholas, if you're listening for that shirt. I've got two and they're epic and I've already worn them a few times. So again, if you want to check out Somnifix, go to somnifix.com. You can learn more, check out my blog post and use the code CRWSLEEP for 15% off. So he was really, really fun to meet. He's such a nice guy and so smart. And then also he was next to this booth by this guy who had an emf meter and i don't even know what they were called but they were these mats that you lay on and basically this therapy helps transform your body because it gets rid of all of the weird energy magnetic radiation weird frequencies inside of you i don't even know what i just said anyways the most okay this is the most important thing about this situation though so Well, it was really cool because he was showing me all of the incredible transformations, these before and afters of people who have been using this therapy um, to sort of rebalance the EMFs in their system. And he put this meter up against my body to measure me and he was so confused. And I go, "What's, what's the issue? And he goes, you look at the level. And it was pretty far, it was like, 
kind of wavering between zero and one. It was basically at zero. And I go, what's it supposed to be? He goes, you're the first person I've ever measured with with basically no EMFs. I'm so confused. And he goes, wow, you must be doing a really good job taking care of yourself. And I was, I was so just flabbergasted because I basically live with my phone attached to my hand. And I thought of all people, I would be the one person who has really, really high levels on that meter. And he was showing it on himself and comparing it to me and then showing me other people around us. And I don't know, I guess I'm a magical unicorn, but I mean, I guess that also means I know I'm doing something right. If I can still be around technology, but my, the way I eat and that my diet, my diet and my lifestyle are making it. So I am not as affected by these things. And I don't know, guys, maybe you should, maybe you should take a page out of my notebook learn (laughs) but that was super cool and I basically made everybody else that I knew there get meter tested by him too because I just wanted to feel good about myself so that was fun and you know walked around met a ton of other really cool people and products so one really awesome brand I found was called Chick Pro and they basically source chicken fat and they're making protein powder straight from chicken. So that's pretty cool. You know how they will have beef isolate? This is protein straight from chicken. And she was also showing me some of the recipes she was making from her chicken fat and they were divine. Oh my God. So that was a cool company. Also, I found the Spice Gal spices, which I've heard about before. I've had people recommend those to me online but I haven't got my hands on them and they had a booth there and they're really really delicious organic spices and I love that there are so many different creative blends and what I really like is that there are a ton without garlic and onions which is pretty hard to find pretty much all spice blends have garlic and onions but there is a huge population of people who react to those they're a high FODMAP food and a lot of people with digestive issues just don't react as well to garlic and onions so it's really awesome when I find some spice blends that don't contain those. And she let me try out a ton of them. I ended up getting some and bringing them home and I've been using them. The Mama's Breakfast Sausage is really good. I also love, what was the other one that I really liked? There was one with paprika. Smoky Texas BBQ. So good. Those are probably my favorite ones. I also really like the citrus pepper one. So that was a really cool company. Also found out about this nut butter called Performance Nut Butter. And it has coconut, macadamia, sea salt. That was delicious. One of my favorite finds were these things called Barucas. Well, the company is called Eat Barucas. It's called Barucas. So they look like nuts, but they're actually seeds. And... You guys are probably sick of me talking about this if you follow me, but they're so good. They're actually seeds, but they look and feel like nuts. So, they're because they're pretty hefty, but they have really high protein content, low carb, nice fat ratio. So it's a really good low carb nut and or seed. Wow, I keep forgetting it's not a nut. And they taste like a mixture of peanuts and coffee and chocolate 
I don't even know how to describe it, but they're really, really good. And I was talking to them for a really long time and told them I need everybody to try these out. So I actually ended up getting a discount code for those. So if you use the code wellness at eatbarucas.com slash wellness, you'll get 15% off of your first order. And I know a ton of people have already ordered them. They, I just love how unique it is. And they are unlike anything I've ever tasted before, which is just super exciting. And it, it's a really, it has a really good, I guess, macro profile in terms of nuts and seeds. So I am very obsessed with those. I got 500 bags, not actually 500, but plenty. And I'm very excited to eat those while I've already been eating them, but keep eating them. Also went to the Paleo Valley booth. They have new turkey sticks, which are awesome. They have a ton of probiotics in them, which is great. And I also wanted to sample their organ complex basically just because I wanted some some organ goodness in my body and love that. So there are a ton of awesome vendors and so many great companies. Talk to the people at One Stop Paleo Shop, which I love. Talk to Kim and Dan from Paleo on the Go. I absolutely love them. Oh, and I also got a discount code for that too. So you can get $15 off of Paleo on the Go if you follow me. You know how I eat those meals all the time. I love to keep them in my freezer just because anytime you need a meal, you can pull it out and they have a ton of AIP options, keto options, and it tastes really good. They're really good meals. And if you use the code wellness, you can get $15 off of your first order. So definitely check them out too. So just a ton of really awesome companies. You know, of course, people like Vital Proteins were there. Oh, I also talked to, there's this 18-year-old, Matt was his name, and he is starting this blue blocker company called Raw Optics. And I was talking to him and he was just explaining how a lot of the popular blue blocker brands don't actually block the full spectrum of blue light. So you're really not getting all the protection you need at night. And I thought this was super interesting. And so I want to buy a pair of his Raw Optics. They're a bit more expensive, but for me, it's worth it because I mean, I'm only going to buy one pair and I want to be properly protected I mean, I think any blue blocking light glasses are better than none, you know, but my next, my next splurge, I think is going to be on a pair of those. So those were really cool and they have cool styles too. So you don't have to look like you're a construction worker because that's not fun. So that was a cool brand. There's a lot going on just on the expo floor in general. There was this whole section in the back where people were just podcasting and, hanging out. There's a whole section in the middle where people are doing workouts and crossfitting. And I mean, people there are very in shape. Let me tell you there. Honestly, one of the most exciting parts about Paleo FX was the fact that there were so many attractive Paleo men in one, in one big room. That was really exciting. So it's just the little things, (laughs) you know, it's hard to find good Paleo guys. Just going to say that. But there are many there. There are also some camels outside. That was very exciting. There were just shenanigans going on all about. I ended up getting um, a vitamin B shot, a B12 shot, and something else. The brain booster, they called it. I don't know. They were shooting things in my body through my butt because I was with the guys from Mind Pump and they always get into shenanigans and Sal wanted to get a shot and made me do it too. And then the rest of the day, my butt was sore. If you've never gotten a vitamin shot in your butt, like a B12 or B5 or whatever, um, 
you get kind of it's supposed to give you like this burst of energy and then your butt can be sore but you know the things you do for health right so that was really fun and it's honestly just so fun meeting everybody seeing people I mean I met a lot of people and then I also met people that I know through the internet but in real life so a lot of the faces behind brands, like I've said. And I also loved meeting people who listen to the podcast or follow me on social media or read my blog. That's so exciting. I love when I meet people. So thank you if you came up to me and said hello. It really, really made my day. And when I was with the guys from Mind Pump, we actually ran into somebody who listens to both of our podcasts. And her name was Bailey. And she was supposed to have her college day that weekend or that day and she went got her slip signed and then came to pale effects to meet people and I was just shocked she was so sweet and I was so happy I got to meet her and that is so badass that's so funny so thank you Bailey if you're listening for coming to meet all of us there are just so many awesome people I met and it just really means a lot to me when I get to see people face to face because I mean it's awesome that we get to connect through the internet but it's just very different in person so it was really fun hanging out with Dana and Kate and Christina from the Castaway Kitchen and who else was there There there's so many people Mark from Ritzfit was there. Daniel from Gold Nugget Gee was there. I mean, all the boys from Mind Pump. That was shenanigans in itself. Okay, they got me. This is what happened. They told me that we were going to have a barbecue. That they were going to have a barbecue. So I come over for a barbecue in my workout clothes. And because I was working wearing workout clothes to feel effects, obviously... I come over and then they're finishing up a podcast and then they're like, oh, we're actually, we're going to go out to the bars. I'm like, uh, okay. And I was like, all right. And then Sal goes, but I don't want to be out past 9.30 or 10. And I'm thinking, all right, fine. So we go and Adam's like, is that what you're going to wear? And I'm like, are you serious? Yeah, I'm because they're all getting ready to go out. I I didn't know that we were going out. So yeah, I'm going out in my workout clothes. It's fine. But I didn't really care. So we go we all go. It's me, Adam Sal, Justin, Taylor, and Doug. And then we go to this bar and they're all drinking and I didn't want to drink. So then they're I thought Adam was joking. He was like, Oh, so does this mean you're gonna drive home? And I was like, Yeah, fine. And but I also thought they were going to go home at 9.30 or 10, whatever. So, I mean, I don't know how these guys drag me out to the... Okay, if you guys know me, you know I don't go to bars. The last time I've been... I mean, it's a rare occasion. It's a rare occasion I will go because I'm just a grandma, but whatever. So, and then Dr. Ruscio came and was hanging out with us. And then everybody decides they want to go bar hopping. So, basically, we're just going down 6th Street, Rainy Street, and going in and out of bars and these girls came and were following us and I was just cracking up at this situation. And I also just felt like I was surrounded by a big group of bodyguards because it's me. I'm this little tiny blonde chick and I'm literally walking in the middle of a circle of all these very big muscular older men and I was just cracking up. I don't even know 
I don't even know what was happening. So they were just, everybody was bar hopping. They did some weird vaporized alcohol shots. I don't even know what that was. It was like alcohol that was in this tube, like vaporized alcohol, and then you pop it open and then... I don't know what it was. It was loud, though, and very interesting. And then it was getting really late. It was, like, 11 p.m., and I was really hungry. And I was like, okay, they're clearly not leaving anytime soon. So then I go, okay, I'm going to go home. And Doug is like, what do you mean? You're driving. And I was like, I didn't, what? No, I thought you were joking. So then I had to stay. And because I had to stay, because I had to be the DD, I was really hungry, so then I went to go get a burger with Taylor because I said I cannot last any longer without more food in my system. So we went to 24 Diner and got burgers, and they have really good burgers. So we went, and then by the time we were done with that, they had traveled 30 minutes in another direction, so we Ubered to them, had to wait for them to want to go home. Then we had to walk back to the car, which took five years. And then I drove them home and I'm driving this huge, they get this, you know, they get those huge like mafia cars. That's what I call them. They're like those huge Suburbans. Uh, Yeah, it was, it was a very interesting night. And I got home at like 3am and I was like, wow, here I am once again, being the DD, but it's fine. It was a fun time. I always have a fun time with them, even when I have to be their mom. So or sorry, they called me the responsible little sister is who I am, not the mom. So that was fun. That's basically all of the weird shenanigans that happened at Paleo FX, but it was just really nice meeting everybody. And yeah, so besides the expo and meeting people, Okay, I'll just recap some of the places I went. So, Curcumo is a really good food truck spot. We went to Fresas, I think, which was Mexican food, and it was super cute, really great outdoors stuff. Um, I had to order an extra side of chicken because their protein portions were absolutely ridiculous. Like, I kid you not, they gave me one tablespoon of bacon, and I was like, this is not going to cut it. But we got this cauliflower side dish that was incredible. Also, the steeping room was really great. If you love tea, they have a great tea menu. And they also had really good food options. I didn't get any of the food because we had just gotten lunch. But yeah, holy cow burgers. Get the paleo burger or maybe it's called a CrossFit burger. There's a paleo burger that's basically on a, um, it's in a portobello mushroom cap, the burger. But they're grass-fed burgers and so good. It has all the stuff in between. So super yummy. We went to picnic for dinner and I got the Brussels sprouts appetizer, which was really delicious. Picnic is nice because they have the special diet menu, which has everything labeled if you have dietary restrictions. And I went off of that one. So we got the Brussels sprouts, which were really good. But I mean, they were really good, but also I can make Brussels sprouts just as good as that. My dinner, I was not into, I have to be honest. I got the stir, a shrimp stir fry and it really had no flavor. I had to pour salt on it. Thankfully, Dana was carrying salt with her. I had to pour salt all over it and it was just not very good. And I know Dana and Kate were not impressed with their meals either. They didn't even really eat them. So that was a letdown. But then that was the only time I, I went Dana and Kate went back for breakfast and said the breakfast was way better, but I don't know. Everyone says picnic is the best. 
I mean, I definitely want to go back, I think, to try something else on the menu. I kind of had a hard time with the menu because there wasn't anything I was super excited about. I think that it's a lot starchier than I usually eat because it's hard on my digestion. And I can tell, I mean, Picnic is clearly, they, they want to be likable by everybody. So I guess it's not really straight paleo food in my eyes. It's more of like the glamorized paleo food, you know? So trying to make it more exciting for people who don't normally eat paleo, but for people who like to eat paleo, I'm not sure how exciting it was. I think also, I have to be honest, I'm kind of biased because I'm kind of biased because I feel like once you get used to eating at Erewhon, you have really high standards. I'm sorry, Erewhon in Los Angeles is so good. So, and same with a lot of living foods. So I just have different standards. I think that overall, I mean, the food in Austin was really good, but I think that food in LA and New York and Portland is much, much better. It was, it wasn't bad, but it was, it was just not as good as other places, but it was still really good. Sorry if that was confusing. Another place we went was Thai Fresh. I got a stir fry there that was delicious because they had pork. I had pork belly on it, and everybody else got curries. I didn't get the curry, but I got this pork belly on my on my stir fry. And you guys know I die for pork belly. It was insane. So highly recommend Thai Fresh if you want to go. It is delicious. I would go back there in a second. That was one of my favorite meals. That pork belly, and also we went to this vegan gluten-free ice cream shop sweet ritual the last night oh my god okay well so it's vegan and most of it's gluten-free they have labeled what's not so it's, but it's vegan ice cream and the ingredients aren't good like it's not healthy ice cream like you know when you go to kippies or frozen fruit co in la it's they're good ingredients so this is filled with not healthy stuff but it's vegan and gluten-free, so whatever. But, I mean, it is so thick and delicious. It was so good. I got, what did I get? Salted caramel and, was it cookies and cream? I honestly forget. But there were so many. I loved how they had so many unique flavors. They had Rocky Road. They had, I think, Mexican vanilla. They had this peanut butter chocolate thing that everybody really liked. I'm not really a peanut butter person so I wasn't into that they just had so many unique flavors and so many good toppings and I had marshmallows for the first time in probably three years and wanted to just die and go to heaven it was so good so that was delicious truly delicious they also had gluten-free cones so yeah I recommend that if you want a good dessert highly recommend that and I think that was pretty much all the highlights of where I ate. Some great places if you're just on the go. Snap Kitchen is right there. They have a ton of really healthy meals. Everything is labeled if it's gluten-free, Whole30, Paleo, blah, blah, blah. Those are awesome. That's an awesome place to check out whenever you're traveling. See if there's a Snap Kitchen nearby because they have pre-made meals. Those are also really good for flights. And also, of course, the Whole Foods there. So you could just eat at that Whole Foods. They have a ton of stuff. The hot food bar was awesome because a lot of things were cooked in olive oil and they have all those little mini restaurants inside. So you could get some sushi or I don't know. They had other restaurants. So those are kind of my eating recommendations. It was a lot of fun. I love to eat. And I also cooked a lot in my Airbnb, my breakfast. So that was delicious too. Now let's get into the speakers. This is probably the most exciting part. And I'm just going to kind of go through the notes I took. 
because I did take some notes on some things and then I kind of got lazy and you know I was really into the speakers at the beginning and then I started to realize that a lot of what the individual speakers were saying was just the same thing that I've heard them say 500 million times on other podcasts or in their books or in their blog posts and I mean I know the other people there it was the first time they heard it but I've just I'm a super nerd and so when I when I enjoy someone's work I dive into all of it and I follow it very closely and precisely and I try to read everything so I had already heard a lot of it and so kind of in the middle the middle two days I mean there's only three days so I guess the second day I kind of you know was kind of walking in and out and not really paying as much attention but I did take some notes on a few things so I would remember hot topics and like I mentioned I have a blog post up about my recap so you can go there to get the spark notes well probably not even the spark notes probably similar to what I'm about to say but if you want it written out it's on there as well because I know some of you are like me and like to nerd out about all of these things and also I think that the podcast version is a little more fun because you get to hear my reactions to things so all of I mean what's awesome about Pillow FX is just it's a collection of all these really awesome smart intelligent people who are making moves in this field and are really important leaders in the paleo space and everybody's in one one at one event and talking and it's cool but what's overwhelming and what I always hate about conferences like this is that there are so many people I want to listen to like I pay for this ticket and I want to hear everybody hear all of the things and there are always multiple talks going on at once so then you have to pick from the schedule oh I want to listen to this but then if you listen to that you miss someone else so that's always kind of what sucks about it but you know you win some you lose some but then it made me feel better when I was going to the talks thinking okay I can get pretty much almost all this if I just read this person's book so I also just want to bring that up because so many people have FOMO at these kinds of things and I just I'm not into promoting this culture of people trying to I feel like people on social media try and make other people jealous of them no don't be jealous of people like pillow effects is really fun but if you didn't get to go you're just as cool and you didn't miss out on any life-changing events so you're totally fine and I'm that's why I'm gonna sit here and try and share as much as I can with you so it's basically like you were there except you didn't have to pay here's your free spark notes version I don't get I hope I don't get in trouble for this there's no way they can do that right Okay. Anyways, the first person I listened to was Dr. Marcola. And I mean, I'm sure if you're listening to this podcast, I'm sure you know who Dr. Marcola is. And he's quite a character. And every time I listen to him on podcasts, I just crack up. He has so much good information, but he also is a bit of an extremist in my eyes. Like a lot of the things he suggests most people won't actually put into practice, but I really appreciate his sentiment and how passionate he is about all of this. So let's see. I'm just scanning my notes. So he was talking for a bit at the beginning about nitric oxide, how it lowers blood pressure and improves your immune function. So I'm just reading not really interesting. If you want to learn about nitric oxide, you should check out my blog post about Somnifix because I talk about that. That can also help increase nitric oxide production. 
And yeah, that's an easy biohack too, which Mercola didn't mention, but he really got into cell phones. So again, if you follow his work, you know how passionate he is about cell phones. And he was explaining how they are actually labeled as a class 2B carcinogen, but that they're actually a class 1 carcinogen. So kind of going over all of the detrimental effects of our cell phone usage. If you know Dr. Marcola, he is famous for when he has to use his cell phone, he holds it away from his body with a selfie stick because he doesn't want it too close to him. So I personally would not do that, but I get where he's coming from. I think that we are such a guinea pig generation right now here I go, going off on a tangent. And I think that people are not realizing, myself included, like I am screwing myself over basically because I surround myself with technology all the time. But I also am conscious of these negative effects that are happening. And we there has never been a generation that has grown up from birth to death before, before now, with technology basically glued to us. We don't know what this is gonna what this is gonna do. And it's gonna take, I mean, I think one or two more generations at least for us to start seeing these effects that we're that are gonna happen because of this like cell phone usage and the the internet and the computers, because we are really, really glued to them and they are emitting radiation into our bodies, you know. So I just think that it's kind of scary when you step back and think about it. And, oh, yeah. But he was just talking about how damaging they are. And he was talking about how... So we know when we when we fly in an airplane that damages our cells a lot. We get exposed to gamma rays. And this is what we call ionizing radiation. And people put their phones in in airplane mode when they're flying because they think that this is non-iodizing radiation. But the thing is that when your cell phone is in airplane mode, it does the same oxidative stress damage to your body either way. So it's really not helping that much, really. It's still causing oxidative stress in our bodies. And he was talking just about how our standards of safety are off by what he said is a factor of 7 million, which is crazy. So, you know, even when the government is telling you things are safe, what are they comparing that to? Where are they getting those numbers from? In his perspective, that those those safety standards are off by quite a bit. He also talked a lot about microwaves emitting EMFs. And he says that most EMFs are actually from our homes, so actually 95% of them. So he suggested getting rid of the microwave. He suggested getting rid of your Wi-Fi, only doing wired internet. And he also suggested no portable phones, no portable computer, wire everything, and use Ethernet for everything. I don't know how many people will actually do that. He was also talking about how we need to get rid of our electric fields in our bedrooms because it can suppress melatonin production and also affect our deep sleep. So he recommends unplugging everything at night using a battery clock. So instead of your phone or some kind of electric clock, getting rid of that as well. 
And then some other things to support sleep that he recommends were to actually tape your mouth shut. Like I mentioned, Somnifix, that's the best. He also was talking about the best way to sleep on your pillow. So basically, you take your pillow. How do I describe this? Imagine your pillow laying down. And now imagine propping it up. So it's sitting up. And then you've kind of like karate chopped the middle and that it forms a little cradle for your head. He says that the best way to sleep is with your head in that in that area and sleep on your back. I haven't tried that since he just suggested it. I feel like my pillows don't do that. Like they're not soft enough. I have the wrong pillow. I can't I can't create that divot when it's in an upright position. I hope that that description made sense, but that's what he suggested. So if you have a pillow that does that, try it out. Let me know how it goes. I think that would be, that would be pretty cool to hear if it helps you sleep. He also talked a lot about fasting, which I kind of just zoned out for because he's obsessed with fasting as are so many people in this space right now. People are really obsessed with fasting and I think it's become such a fad and a lot of people are doing it for the wrong reasons. I think that fasting can be an awesome tool in the toolkit of health. I think that most of the population that I talk to shouldn't be fasting. I think that there are definitely people who shouldn't be fasting. I also don't think it's necessary. I think it can help certain people, but I think that it should be a one-on-one situation. I think you should ask your practitioner if if they think it's a good idea. And I also think you need to do it correctly. And I also don't think that people should be hopping into a fast from eating a standard American diet. Like you have to get up to that point. So you need to be fat adapted. You need to be eating a whole food nutrient dense diet. You have to make it so that your body won't be in a worsened off. Like fasting is a stress to the body and stress can can be positive. So we call this hormesis when we add stress to the body and it's actually beneficial in the end, a beneficial stress but not everybody's bodies are prepared for that. So I just don't think it's a good idea. You know, if you have hormonal issues going on or history with an eating disorder, you want to be careful and only do it in a particular set of circumstances. It can be really helpful for gut issues. It can be helpful to reset leptin for certain people, but for others, it doesn't make a difference. And also people are doing intermittent fasting every day when maybe they shouldn't. This is also much different for men than women. I think I think men do much better with fasting than women do. And there are just so many factors that go into this. So that was my little tangent on fasting, which I don't know if you're interested, but he was is of the opposite opinion and literally says that he thinks everybody should be fasting, blah, blah, blah. I think it's a really narrow view to take. I think that he's used to talking to one certain population and there are so many people who fasting is not good for. And there are lots of people who maybe it would be good for, but also we're talking about, we're talking about like shorter term fast. Like this doesn't mean you should be intermittent fasting every day necessarily for the rest of the days of your life. Or, you know, people are doing extended fasts, like maybe you're doing one longer fast every month or every few months. People are turning it into just too many fasts. And this is causing a negative stress on our bodies. You have to understand that we live in a much more stressful environment overall. We have 
a lot of life stressors now that we didn't evolve with. We have created these and just environmental stressors besides these emotional ones that we've, you know, created in our lives. So our bodies can only take so much stress at once before they collapse. We were designed for acute stress, not chronic just to keep that in mind. So anyways, Dr. Mercola was really into fasting. And at the end, somebody even asked him. So at the end of all the talks, they basically had an option where people could go up and ask a few last minute questions. And this man went up and he goes, what do you think about fasting for somebody with HPA axis dysregulation or adrenal issues? Because he goes, you know, I have some adrenal issues and I tried fasting and I was really feeling horrible. Should I keep doing it? Or, you know, do not think that's good for people with HPA axis dysfunction. And the thing is that when people ask questions like this, we all know instinctually what the answer should be, you know? And I think that this person knows too, but we're looking to these experts because we're hoping that they will validate what what we think and usually what we know from our own bodies. And I just want to encourage you, you know, I think it can be really helpful just to ask questions because sometimes in asking questions, we answer them for ourselves, but sometimes we have to ask it to realize that we really do know the answer. The thing though is that you know more about your body than anyone, even if they're a professional usually. And if your instincts are really telling you something, I encourage you to listen to that. But anyways, this man asked this question, which I think was a great question. And Dr. Mercola, of course, goes, no, that doesn't matter. He goes, I think it would be great for someone with adrenal dysfunction. Oh my God. I wish you could see my face right now. I totally disagree with this. And it honestly killed me because Dr. Mercola is a very well-respected, intelligent man. And people people take information that are put out like this as just the word of God. And it just kills me because as much as I respect and adore Dr. Mercola's work and all that he has contributed to the health and wellness space and scientific field... I disagree with that. And this poor man, I can tell because this is what happens. Dr. McCullough says that. So now this guy is going to go home and keep trying to push fast and probably drive himself into even worse, uh, even worse HPA axis dysfunction, which is really disheartening. So that made me sad. Oh, man, that wouldn't be right. My, my recommendation. Sorry. Okay. Dr. Mercola also is talking about how great sauna can be for detoxification. He was talking about the Juve light, which emits red and infrared LEDs, but that can be pretty expensive. Um, well, he was talking about the Novothor, I believe, which is a bed, and that is like $100,000, but the Juve light is cheaper, so it's like less than $3,000, I think. That's a more, apparently more cost-effective option, which it is if you're comparing it to $100,000, but still. He was also talking about, what else? I mean, just near-infrared, how important it is for overall health and also detoxification. He was saying not to do a detoxification protocol unless you are incorporating infrared sauna, which is something I, you know, hear a lot and I agree with 95% of the time not the other 5%. I think it depends on how intensive detoxification protocol you're doing and what the purposes are. 
and what what it's for but yeah in general infrared sauna sauna in general is really really important and useful for detox so if you are on some type of detox protocol i do really recommend incorporating that in so let's see what else was he talking about some other detoxification things making sure that you're getting high quality water avoiding glyphosate that's in so much water nowadays he was also talking about the importance of different amino acids so you know amino acids like glycine and cysteine you know in detoxification we want to increase glutathione in our bodies which is our master antioxidant he went back to the issue of emfs talked about getting a steam convection oven getting rid of your microwave you know making sure that your living space your living technologies are safe and then he also was talking about molecular hydrogen tablets which is sort of a new thing that i've seen people doing and they're basically just these tablets that you drop in water and they kind of i don't know fizz i I saw crosby taylor taking them i think i think it was him not sure that's interesting never tried it but you know biohacking that's that okay so that was dr mercola and then after that we went into ben greenfield and he did a talk that was called 24 ways to look good naked and live a healthy life and this talk was basically just so much information so many slides he was speeding through them at light speed and i i don't think anyone knew if he was going to finish and I mean, he did finish, but he definitely didn't go as in-depth as I think he wanted to and planned on. So, but I mean, it was, it is a lot of great information, but again, pretty much everything I've already heard from him before, except for a few new nuggets of information. So if you're into all this stuff, you should listen to his podcast. He has so many informative podcasts with a lot, a lot of biohacking information, even though apparently he doesn't think he's a biohacker. I still, whatever. Anyways, (laughs) not going to get into that. So he basically split this up into mind, body, and soul. So the first half were things like about your mind that you can incorporate to, you know, look and feel your best, then body, and then soul. And I think I wrote down all 24 ways that he talked about. So I'm just going to kind of go through them. So the first one, balance out your neurotransmitters. He was talking about making sure that you have sufficient amino acids. I'm really into this. Anyone who's my client knows that I'm like, really, I love amino acid therapy. I think it's awesome. I do use it with some of my clients. So amino acids are super important for cognitive function and I mean, also physical physical everything, building strong joints and bones and gut health and all the things. But anyways, talking about balancing our neurotransmitters in terms of the mind, limiting sensory stimuli, which is really interesting. So not getting too much at once. He was also talking about putting some L-theanine in your coffee. That was a hack that he said was really great to help bring down that caffeine spike. The L-theanine can help help with that. And then he also was recommending people check out the book Dirty Jeans by Dr. Ben Lynch. He's also had a podcast with him. And I also, Dr. Ben Lynch also gave a talk later on at Paleo FX. He also talks about fixing a leaky brain and how important that is. So leaky gut can lead to a leaky brain if you didn't know that. So this means basically just making sure that our blood brain barrier is doing what it needs to do, keeping what should stay out out 
in what should stay in in he was talking about the benefits of doing cold therapy so he recommended doing five minute showers 20 seconds cold 10 seconds hot water so you go back and forth 20 seconds cold 10 seconds hot and do that for five minutes I'm too lazy to do that personally but I mean if you really want to try this out let me know how it goes he was also talking about the benefits of cryotherapy, which I'm sure we've all we all know about now. I have a post on my blog about that. It's really it's really fun, I think. So, in the best situation is when you can get into a full chamber where you can put your head in. Most of them that you see are just from the neck down, and he was saying if you're at one of those to just duck your head under and (laughs) see if they get mad at you. But the one I went into cryotherapy, I was in a full body chamber. So it got my head in there, but you know, cold therapy has been used for hundreds of years and can be really, really amazing benefits for both mental and physical health. He was also talking about breathing and doing breath hold walks and like box walking so he was saying for the box breathing you breathe for four seconds in four seconds hold four seconds out four seconds hold and that's one quote box and you keep breathing like that and he's talking about how he practices when he goes on walks and then also deep belly breathing and using the the kite string technique so you imagine putting a kite string well there I've heard this a few different ways so either imagine putting a kite string around your belly and you kind of you're pushing out or imagine a kite string coming from your belly button and someone pulling that so this is the deep belly breathing a lot of us don't use our bellies when we breathe I know I personally don't this is something I always have to work on and that can help a lot with the breath breathing so the next point was you know, eating really well. He was talking about just good nutrition, talking about the importance of organ meats. And also, if you haven't read the book Deep Nutrition, you should definitely check that one out. It's a classic. And he was also talking about different nootropics, creatine, and he went into creatine. He was talking about taking four to five grams a day because we only absorb about 1.5 grams at a time. So he recommended creatine, 1.5 grams, two to three times a day. He was also talking about mixing nicotine with caffeine and he really liked that combination. So that was a new one. I don't do either of those personally. And then we talked a bit about circadian timing and making sure that our circadian rhythms are on track. You know, this has to do with when we first see light in the morning, when we first move, when we have breakfast. So in the morning, to set your circadian clock on right, you want to open up your blinds, go outside, get some light. You want to get some movement in. He was talking about some easy movement, maybe like a walk in the sunshine and then get some breakfast. Um, He thinks that it's really important to move before breakfast, which I would agree with. And then he also talked about the importance of getting our bedtimes to be the same every night. So it's about routine with a lot of this. And this can all really help reset our circadian rhythms and that can be very helpful he also talked about training for speed and how important that can be for the mind so 
talking about training for speed and power and he was talking about working on things like jumps and leaps the next thing he went into was deep sleep so to get deep sleep we don't want to have blue light right before bed he was talking about also not only avoiding the blue light like through blue blocking light glasses you can use the app flux on your computer also just you know on your phone turn it off but best case scenario avoid all of your electronics he was also talking about the presence of adding red light, which you can do with something as simple as a good old-fashioned candle. You can get a candle, and adding that red light can help a lot with deep sleep, not just getting rid of the blue light. He was also talking about how great weed can be for getting deep sleep, and then also talking about foam rolling and getting that that deep tissue massage in. He recommended keeping a foam roller by your bed so that if you wake up in the middle of the night, you can foam roll and then it helps you get back to sleep. I have a few things to say. First of all, I you shouldn't be waking up in the middle of the night and whether or not Ben Greenfield talks about this, if he's waking up in the middle of the night, that means something is not right, which I feel like if I were him, my cortisol would be really off, but I don't know. Anyways, I kind of think that doing, I mean, I guess if you're somebody who wakes up and you really can't get back to sleep, yeah, that would be a good idea, but I wouldn't be like, oh, I'm getting up, I'm going to foam roll now because you don't want to give yourself an activity to do, but I think that foam rolling right before bed could be super helpful for people. I think that stretching before bed in general is a really great recommendation, so that was that. Okay, now we're going to move into body stuff, so he was talking about how important it is to become a fat burning machine and the way you can do this is through cold exposure like we talked with the hot and cold showers the cryotherapy talking about exercising aerobic anaerobic talked about using caffeine and also he recommends intermittent fasting for people who really want to you know lose some weight and become fat burning machines but i just want to let you know even though these are things that he suggests They are not required to become a fat-burning machine. Just want to put that out there. Okay, the next thing that was really important that I think just keeps coming up over and over again, and I, I mean, I just really promote this as well, is owning a routine. So in all aspects of life, and he was talking about in terms of exercise here, but with our bodies, with... I don't know, our schedules in the morning, like he was saying how every successful person he's ever come across has something in common and that it's that they have a routine and they stick to it. And not everybody's routine is the exact same. It's not even always necessarily what the routine is, but just the fact that they have it and they stick to it and it helps with consistency, but also just our bodies really like that. So owning a routine. He was also talking about for body, how important it is to clean out your gut. He does his coffee enemas. Um, He was talking about massage therapy and how that can be really helpful. He also talked about systematizing your fitness blueprint. So if you listen to my podcast with him, he explained everything that goes into a good fitness routine. And he also has a blog post about this, but you want to train from you want to train to optimize all of these different things. So he was talking about VO2 max and mitochondrial density, all the things. So it's getting some mobility, some anaerobic work, some aerobic work, all of the things in there. So I recommend looking at that blog post if you want it all written out. 
And he also said, number 13 was, fuck diets, which, yes, I love that. And he was talking about glycemic variability and how we all respond differently to different foods. And it's about figuring out what works for you and what reduces inflammation in your body specifically. And I totally agree. Then he talked a bit more about like controlling our blood sugar and also controlling our gut health. They kind of go hand in hand. So he talked about utilizing bitters like lemon and ginger and also taking Ceylon cinnamon. He recommends two teaspoons a day. Apple cider vinegar can be really helpful for balancing out blood sugar. As we all know, the importance of chewing your food enough. And he also talked about how explosive exercise right before a big meal can help. And then also the classic postprandial meal walk, which I think everybody should get into the habit of going for a quick walk after a meal can really, really help to balance out our blood sugar and help with digestion as well. He also recommended incorporating peptides into your your routine. So some collagen peptides. Awesome. And then we moved into fortifying your immunity. He really recommends colostrum. I think colostrum is awesome too. I use that for quite some time to help heal my gut. It can be hard to find a good quality colostrum though. Just going to put that out there. And also just getting that lymphatic drainage going. I love my rebounder. There are lots of things you can do there. And he was also talking about becoming a supermodel, apparently, with a clay mask on your face. Use clay masks on your face and supplement with collagen. Again, collagen, great for skin health and joint health, muscle health, all of the things. So the last the last section was spirit, optimizing spirit. And he recommended doing a daily gratitude practice, which I think is really helpful. He also talked about healing with sound. So resources like Whole Tones and Brain FM can be really awesome. He also talked about making sure you're getting good sex. He recommends the book Open Wide by Melissa Ambrosini. I love Melissa Ambrosini. She's awesome. She also has a great podcast if you haven't listened to it. And again, create a routine. That was really, again, a really important point. And his last thing was about finding your purpose. Because at the end of the day, none of this really matters unless you have a purpose. You know, all of this stuff with our bodies and minds and health is cool, you know. But these are just things. And at the end of the day, until you have that internal purpose, you're not going to really ever feel happy. So that was a jam-packed session. I hope that you liked that rapid speed summary. I just summarized an hour's worth of Ben Greenfield talking in 10 minutes. You're welcome. Okay. Next up, we heard from JJ, or I heard from JJ Virgin. I love her. I think she's awesome. And she was talking about sugar, reducing sugar intake, which is very much my jam. If you guys don't know, I am all about that. No sugar life. Sugar is not the devil, but I think that way too many people eat way too many. They eat way too much sugar. And as a whole, when you look at the general American population, we need to reduce our sugar consumption. Sugar kills big time and causes it's at the root of so many diseases and illnesses. And if we cut our sugar consumption down, we would see health improve just 
incredibly so. So yeah, I just want to make that more accessible, which is why if you didn't know, I have my hashtag no sugar, no problems dessert ebook so that you can still eat dessert without sugar. I recommend you check that out. Bit.ly slash no sugar, no problems. You can use the code wellness realness for a discount. Yeah. Side, sorry, side tangent. So JJ Virgin was talking about reducing sugar consumption and she was talking about just like how there are people who genetically want more sweet foods. Like the thing with sugar is a lot of people feel like it's just this battle of willpower and we need to realize this isn't you necessarily. If you feel like you just can't control yourself, it's not you. Sometimes it's just genetically you're designed this way or maybe there's a gut issue going on or the thing is these foods are chemically designed to be addictive this is affecting your brain chemistry so sometimes you got to get rid of the food to kind of clear clean that slate and be able to think clearly so it's not like you are failing morally if you feel addicted to these substances they are they are on a chemical level affecting you she didn't talk about any of that. I just kind of, sorry, just went off on a tangent. Anyway, so there, she was talking about how these people who are genetically basically in a position where they just kind of want more sweet foods. And you know that some people are more, they like sweet more than salty. You know, some people, they'd rather go for a bag of chips than a dessert. Other people are like, I want all of the, the cake and ice cream or I want the Sour Patch Kids and I don't really want a bag of chips. So some people prefer the sweet taste. And then she was talking about how stress increases sugar cravings so much, which we know, and that, what you know, stress, which is increasing sugar cravings, combined with somebody who genetically wants more sweet foods, combined with these foods that are hyperpalatable and messing with our brain chemistry can just be a really big recipe for disaster and can be, make it really hard for people to, you know, stop with the sugar. And we really need to be helping people transition out of eating so much sugar so they can kind of reset their hunger signals and reset their cravings. And, you know, she went into a lot of the science about how all all carbohydrates turn into sugar and how when we have extra stores, we don't, we don't have enough storage room in our bodies. This is going to turn into fat in our bodies. So she was talking about the increase in fatty liver disease in kids, which is really scary. And then also the connections between insulin resistance and gut permeability. So all of these issues are really tied into each other. So her best, her biggest tip was just tapering off to no fructose. So she was saying how instead of just going to all or none, you just start going with foods that are lower in glycemic load over time. So, you know, maybe first you're eating chips and then you switch to sweet potato chips and then you switch to sweet potatoes and then you switch to butternut squash, you know, so you're kind of tapering off versus just nothing overnight that can cause withdrawal symptoms. Sugar is a drug. So, that was really helpful. So her biggest success tips were one, just get started with it. You just have to like decide that you're going to start and do it. The second thing that she said was pay for it. So pay for something that has to do with eating less sugar. So whether this means some type of coaching program, some type of program, some type of book, a health coach, or new food, you know, paying for something motivates you to want to 
want to actually follow through with it. Then she talked about starting with your why, remembering your why. Why are you doing this? Maybe write it out. Just remind yourself of that. Also having a community to help you work through this. So having other people who also aren't eating sugar or maybe who are going through this transition alongside you. This is where even something like posting in the Facebook group for this page, you can be like, hey guys, I want to do this no sugar challenge, you know, or you know, Whole30 can be an awesome group. Or if you're in my Paleo Women Lifestyle program, we all hold each other accountable. That can be awesome. And then again, she said having a coach or a mentor. So I have a lot of clients who, you know, just need me to help them with the accountability of reducing sugar in their diets and having someone help you along the way can help a lot. Small shifts, like she mentioned with the tapering and then having an accountability partner. So that could be your coach or it could be a friend, a family member. And it could also just be a journal, writing it out. So those were her top tips for getting rid of the sugar. Okay, so the next thing was a panel called State of the Paleo Union, which was probably one of my favorite talks, panels, whatever, of the whole Paleo FX experience because I just love panel discussions when everybody is up there at the same time and everybody has to answer the same question because you usually get people to say things that they haven't already said or I just think it's cool to have so many awesome people all up on stage at once and get everyone's perspective. So we had on this panel, Rob Wolf, Chris Kresser, Mark Sisson, Sarah Valentine, JJ Virgin, and Dr. Mercola, which is a pretty badass panel if you ask me. So that's a lot of cool people in the space. So they talked for a bit about the state of health and health care in the United States and just how functional medicine doctors nowadays, you know, we have a huge healthcare crisis on our hands and not enough functional medicine doctors. And this is where they were talking about the importance of health coaches. And, you know, Mark Sisson has a health coaching program. That's where I got certified as a health coach through the Primal Health Coach certification. And then Chris Kresser is rolling out his health coaching program too soon. I think maybe in fall. Or has it already opened? I'm not sure. But Chris Kresser is opening this too because these people in the space are recognizing like we need an army of health coaches. And this is incredibly important because even as we get more and more functional medicine doctors in the space, they're not going to have enough time to help everybody who needs to be helped. And also, I mean, I've talked about this many times. We talked about this on Straight Up Paleo too, but people are also going to functional medicine doctors before they need to. So the same way that in Western medicine, a lot of people go to the doctor when they don't really need to go to the doctor. People are just going to the functional medicine doctor as if it's just a regular Western doctor. You know, if you have a cold, you shouldn't be going to the, your FMD necessarily, you know, or even for things before that. So there are a lot of FMDs now who don't even let you see them until you go through their nutritionist or their health coach that they work with first. Because a lot of times, most symptoms can be resolved through just these diet and lifestyle factors that you don't need testing for. You don't need all the in-depth work of the FMD. And FMDs are so incredibly busy and have so much going on that, you know, if your gut health issues can be solved just by you switching over to a paleo diet, like they don't need to be working through that with you. And also, you don't need to be spending thousands of dollars to have somebody help you with that when you can turn to a health coach and it can be 
much faster. You can see somebody more often. You can have somebody working with you much closely one-on-one. So they were just really discussing the importance of having health coaches who can spend a proper amount of time with you, even functional medicine doctors. You know, they don't, I mean, doctors on average will take five minutes with the patient. Functional medicine doctors usually spend more time than that, but still, you can't see everybody in a day. So we just really need to amp up the number of people who are in this healthcare space. And because we're realizing that so much of health is a function of diet and lifestyle, that opens up the doors so that FMDs can be focusing on things that go further beyond that, that require deeper testing you know, maybe more in-depth supplement regimens, things like that. And then the health coaches can work with what they are, you know, properly trained to work with. And they also were talking a bit about just how we need more programs that are properly training health coaches because there are a lot of health coaching certifications out there, but unfortunately they don't really properly prepare people necessarily. Um you know, not every program is great. It's the same with college or high school, you know? So just getting out these programs is really important. They were also talking about just this overall idea of the fact that, I mean, in the paleo space, there are so many people who argue about different things, right? And we all fight over what macronutrient ratios are best and what type, if we should be having saturated fat or monounsaturated fat or nuts and seeds or autoimmune paleo or, you know, a little FODMAP, all these different random things we fight about. But we need to remain a united front in the face of so much of this propaganda against whole foods diets. And we're, we need to focus on what we do have in common with each other, which is at the end of the day, we want people to take control of their health, that we want people to understand they can reverse a lot of these chronic illnesses and diseases through changing diet and lifestyle factors that they just have so much more power over their own health destiny than they believe. And, you know, food is really powerful and that we believe in eating, you know, nutrient-dense whole foods and, like, we want to get this out there. And they were talking about a lot, you know, in the context of the film, what the health and how that just kind of scared a lot of people and we all need to kind of stand together as a united front is what they kept saying when we when they were asked about the future of paleo they talked a bit about sustainability and making things more accessible to people and you know dr ballantyne was talking about how we should be looking to different sources of protein than we had previously thought because there are a lot of good sources of protein that are cheaper and you know, we can make more accessible that people have just kind of snuffed off as gross. But this is all just a function of culture. And like we put those labels on food. So she was talking about cricket protein and how awesome it can be. And this has been something that's been coming out recently. And people kind of are like, ew, crickets. But guys, protein is protein. And cricket, there are cricket products that are really great. Don't knock it till you try it. Same with organ meats. Like people think organ meats are so gross. And I'm like, have you ever even tried them? Like you just think they're gross because you, what, you heard your grandma joke about liver and how it's gross. Liver is actually really good. It's not only one of the most nutrient-dense foods on this planet, maybe even the most nutrient-dense food on this planet, but it's also delicious if you cook it right and you get a high-quality protein. So that was what she was saying. She, it was also really interesting because 
she was saying how, you know, you can go to Walmart now and get grass-fed beef for $6.99 and how awesome it is that we're getting these more affordable options. And then after she said that, Dr. Mercola grabs Mike and he goes, you know, I think that's great, but I'm not sure I would trust Walmart's $6.99 grass-fed meat. And I was glad he said that because this is how I feel too. This is where it gets tricky. You know, people are really tricky with labels. And I talk about this. I have a whole module on this in my program because labels can be really confusing. And a lot of companies have figured out how to label something and make you think it's really healthy and it's not. So the grass-fed label is one that can be really tricky. So it can be, if it's labeled grass-fed meat, I mean, that could be a marketing scheme. Unless it's labeled 100% grass-fed, it's not necessarily grass-fed. If it's just grass-fed, it's not necessarily, like, because it doesn't have that 100% qualifier. Once again, sorry, I'm going off on a tangent, but I think this is useful information that not everybody knows. Unless it says 100% grass-fed in front of the grass-fed, it's not necessarily totally grass-fed. So they could, if it just says grass-fed meat, they could have grass-fed it for a day and then the rest of the time grain-fed it. Grain-fed it. So you need it to say 100% grass-fed. And I just think a lot of companies find loopholes around this. So I mean, as much as you think it sucks to maybe pay a little bit more for organic 100% grass-fed meat, in the sh- in the short term, like when you're comparing just like that grass-fed meat next to regular conventional meat, yeah, it's more expensive. But in the long run, it saves you more money. And I think it's great that we're getting more affordable options. But when it gets too low, I'm kind of suspect of that. Like there's a reason why they can afford to make it such a low price. So just something to think about. Um, yeah, the next the next thing, kind of the last thing I want to talk about that I thought was super interesting was, of course, they talked about keto. So they talked about how a ketogenic diet has basically just been confused with the paleo diet. People think that paleo and keto are the same thing, and they're not. And there's just, I mean, keto is this hot trend right now. It's super trendy. Everyone's hopping on. Most people are saying they're keto and they're not. They don't even know what they're talking about. It really annoys me and I could rant about this for five hours. So she, the moderator was asking what they think about ketogenic diets and Chris Kresser is basically saying how he just wants people to understand that, you know, it can be great, but it's conflated with paleo and it's not the same thing and how he thinks it can be really helpful with a lot of conditions that he sees in his practice. And, you know, Rob and Marcola said the same thing, how they think it's really great. Mark said the same thing, like like to cycle it in and out. And yeah, that they thought that ketogenic diets can be really helpful. Um, And then Dr. Sarah Ballantyne gets up and she goes, I forget what she said, but something along the lines of like, she hates to be the only one to say a different perspective, but that she thinks that, you know, ketogenic diets are not the end-all be-all and that way too many people are, are utilizing them when they shouldn't be. And she was talking about how, you know, a low fiber diet for five to six weeks caused irreversible loss of diversity in the gut. She was also talking about the immune effects overall and how it can affect, you know, leptin resistance, insulin resistance, long term, it can have, cause hormonal issues, and just how there are so many side effects that people aren't talking about. That doesn't necessarily mean that everybody's going to, 
you know, suffer from those, but just that it's not a black or white answer. Like keto is great for everyone. You know, she seems to be more along the lines of like, not that many people need it unless it's an extreme case. I just think that I I am really glad that she brought up these negative effects because I just think that it's not a black and white answer. My personal opinion, well, I won't get into it too long here because this is already way too long of a podcast. Sorry. I mean, I have been in and out. Of, I mean, I have a lot of personal experience with ketosis. I probably have spent more time in ketosis and out of it ever since I started taking care of my health. But I also did suffer from negative effects from it. I think that it can be really, really awesome and transformative for certain people. And for certain people, I'm like, hell yeah, you should do keto, you know? Other people, I think, no, you don't need to do it. You shouldn't do it. Other people shouldn't be doing it. I think that it just depends on the person and also why they're doing it. There are pros and cons, and it's also not necessary. It is not necessary to lose weight. Like, to lose weight, you do not have to be ketogenic. I hear people saying, oh, I want to do keto, and I go, why? And they say, oh, because I want to lose weight. Okay, well, you don't need to be in a ketogenic state to lose weight. That's, you know, you don't have to. Like, there are other ways to do it. Um, You know, it's just more complicated. And for a lot of people, it can be more stressful than anything else, you know, because you have to get finicky with macros. And I think that the gut diversity is really, really important. It's just not a black or white scenario. So I was glad that she said her piece and offered a different perspective just because panels are boring when everyone thinks the exact same thing, honestly. So I was glad that she offered that other perspective. She has a really, she has a lot of really great resources on ketogenic diets and what she thinks. Um, I think that there are merits to it and also downsides. I don't think that anybody should be in a ketogenic diet forever unless they have a medical condition that requires it. And I think that most people in general can do really well not doing ketogenic diet but I also think cyclical ketogenic diets can be awesome I think that I think that we're just designed like we should be metabolically flexible and it just doesn't make sense to me to go from oh we're gonna like people say I want to have metabolic flexibility because so I'm gonna do ketosis forever that doesn't make any sense because then you're not flexible you're now you're just only following a ketogenic diet. I think that we should be able to be fat burners and burn ketones, but also burn glucose when we need to, and we should be able to go in and out. I think that should be the goal, but that's just my personal opinion. Okay, I have two more talks that I want to go over, and then we'll be done. Okay, so this next one was, I don't, I never know how to say this guy's name, Menno Henselmans. I don't know. He writes, and I also don't know how you pronounce this, BayesianBodybuilding.com, if you know that website. He's really smart, um, has a really, a lot of really great articles, but he was talking about human metabolism, aka weight loss, and it was just funny because the very first thing he said, he goes, you know, keto, just so you know, you can get fat on keto, and I was just laughing because I was just laughing that he said that because people don't. They think that ketogenic diets equal weight loss, and that's not true. It's often a side effect, but not for everybody. I gained like 20 pounds while I was doing keto. So not everybody. You can use it to gain weight too. Anyways, 
he was just talking about basically how to lose weight and optimize your metabolism. So that's what we're going to get into. He was saying how it's not, he think he posits that it's not the low carb, not the low carb component of low carb diets that helps decrease appetite, that it's the high protein content. So he was talking about how it's really important to get a high protein intake if you want to lose weight, which I agree with. Protein is the most satiating macronutrient. And I think that, you know, there are no studies that I have seen that really convince me that there's anything wrong with high protein intake, personally, unless you already have, you know, a condition that's affecting your protein metabolism. So anyways, he was talking about how it really is all about energy balance. Um, You, you know, calories do matter to an extent is his opinion. And he was talking about, you know, you can either increase your energy expenditure or decrease your energy intake if you want to lose weight. So that either means doing something to increase the amount of energy you are putting out. So basically exercising or decreasing the amount of calories you're eating. And that the goal is to lose fat, not muscle. And he also was saying that you can gain muscle and lose fat at the same time. This is something that's really debated in the fitness industry, I find. I remember when I was first getting into fitness and health, reading everybody debate about this. People are saying that you can't gain muscle and lose fat. You have to pick one or the other. He was saying that it is possible. So the most important things that he says are needed to basically lose weight are strength training, I'm all on board with that. High protein intake and also getting more fiber to decrease your appetite. And he was talking about how, you know, hunter-gatherers got anywhere from between 40 to 225 grams of fiber a day. That's a huge range and also way more than most people do. And Dr. Sarah Ballantyne talks about this too. Um, You know, I love hearing from people like this who are really digging into like the science, the numbers of what hunter-gatherers consumed. I think it's super interesting. So fiber can really, really help decrease appetite. His recommendation for protein was 1.6 grams per kilogram of body weight. That was what he said. So he also talked about that he thought that a good fat mac, a good fat percentage is 20 to 40% of calories. So you're doing basically 1.6 grams of per kilogram body of protein. 20 to 40% of your calories are going to be fat and then the rest is carbohydrates. That was what he recommended. I don't personally agree with this, but I'm just relaying information to you. So that's what he thought. I think that that low of fat amount is not typically what I would suggest for most people. I think that higher fat tends to do better with regulating metabolism and helping with like satiety. And yeah, that's just my opinion. But I think that for some, I think it depends on what you're doing for exercise too. So I think that he works with a lot of athletes who are expending a lot of energy and so for someone like that they can definitely lose weight with a higher carb content and 20 to 40 percent fat but for someone who's sedentary 
I just think higher or not doing as much like explosive movements or things like that. Like I just think, or endurance that higher fat. I don't know. I just think 20% fat is way too low personally, unless you have a liver gallbladder issue, but that's besides the point. That's what he recommended. He also, it was funny because people were asking questions at the end and he was saying that he thinks that, I mean, I could tell he was really not into keto and he was saying that he thinks that men and women are a bit different and that women, he says he thinks that women do better on ketogenic diets, have an easier time cycling in and out and tend to do better with a high fat and lower carbs, whereas men do better with higher carbs. Um, I was a little confused by this. <laughs> like, I think that with a lot of these people, they're so focused in on the population that they specifically work with and study so often that they kind of forget about most other people. But I mean, I would disagree. I think that women need carbohydrate more women need to have carbohydrates more regularly than men in general. I think men can withstand a lot more changes. So men men do better with more carbs, but then they also do better with way less carbs. A lot of men do much better on keto diets. This is why you see like couples will try and do keto together to lose weight and the guy loses weight and gets ripped in a few weeks and the woman puts on weight and she's like what I'm eating the exact same as my husband why is this not working it's because women are so different hormonally and we are so much more finicky it's a blessing and a curse ladies it's a blessing and a curse but I just think that that was a really strange statement for him to make and I think also it just totally depends on how someone's exercising. And again, as I reflect on this, I think it's because he's focusing on populations of people who are very athletic and doing, you know, a lot of movement and things like that. So I just think I work with a different population in general. So that was kind of what he said. And then the last talk that I'll go over was with Dr. Sarah Ballantyne all about gut health. This was jam-packed with information, and I'll just kind of <laughs> go over the end parts. Well, basically, she you know talked about just how gut health is so linked to pretty much everything. Like, at the root of every health condition is gut health. So, honestly, any if you're dealing with any health issue, you need to start with the health of your gut, truly. And she focuses a lot on the connection between the immune system and gut health, which not a lot of people really understand how we really need a healthy gut for a healthy immune system and you know healthy gut helps to stimulate the production of antibodies which are crucial for our immune system and then she was also just talking about the links between cancer and autoimmune disease and how having one means that you're more likely to have another because they're both related to having a dysregulated immune system and again this just all relates back to the gut so she talked a bit about gluten and how everybody is affected by gluten. I've talked about this before, and I know a lot of people don't like to hear this, but it doesn't matter if you notice symptoms or not. Gluten affects everybody. So it opens up the tight junctions in our gut lining. Zonulin triggers the release of zonulin, which increases our intestinal permeability, can cause leaky gut over time. It can also get in cross the blood brain the blood brain barrier, excuse me, 
and affect your brain health, your neurological health, which is why a lot of people think that they have no symptoms and then they become 55 or 60 and get neurological issues or get a neurodegenerative disease and they don't link it back to the gluten because they wouldn't even notice. So that's besides the point because she's talking about gut health. Anyways, it can really increase intestinal permeability, lead to leaky gut. So she was talking about all of the different things that open up the space between our epithelial cells in our gut. So everything from increasing zonulin levels through things like gluten. So she was talking about alcohol, sugar, agglutinins, cortisol, infections, medications, NSAIDs, birth control, all those different things. So she was talking a lot about nutrients for gut barrier health. So we have things like vitamin A, vitamin D, zinc, get some oysters in your diet, really great. Butyrate, um, MCTs can help to increase cell turnover, also different phytochemicals. And then she talked about all the amino acids, which you know we know are so important to gut health. So glutamine, leucine, arginine, glycine, tryptophan. We need to make sure that we have sufficient amino acids, get your protein, get your collagen in. I love my collagen peptides for this reason. She was also talking about how melatonin helps to regulate our gastric motility. So... It's really important to protect your circadian rhythm because of this. And this also is linked in with stress, you know? So stress is a big, big one. And she was getting into the nuances of just how our cortisol levels affect the openings of those tight junctions in our gut lining. And yeah, it was very interesting. But I think a lot of people don't understand how critical it is to get their stress in check if they want to protect their gut health. So that was a big one, a big one. And just about how having healthy levels of melatonin helps to decrease intestinal permeability. We do not want things leaking through our gut lining. And then let's see, what else did she talk about? Kind of just linking this all together with mental health as well. So talking about the gut-brain axis, how the gut and the brain are so incredibly connected and, you know, how our gut health affects our stress levels and our stress affects our gut health, but how this also can lead to things like depression and anxiety. So if you are struggling with mental health, it's really important to focus on the gut as well. I've written a blog post about my experience with that, so I recommend checking that out. So again, what are things that feed gut dysbiosis? Her list included gluten, alcohol, excess sugar, and starch, high saturated fat content to high of omega-6s, any digestive enzyme inhibitors, and emulsifiers. So, you know, she was saying how we should be keeping, she, she recommends keeping saturated fat intake to 10 to 15% of the diet, which is pretty interesting. And I also have been experimenting with this and I found that my gut health I feel like my digestive system works much better when I have a higher amount of monounsaturated fat to saturated fat intake. But that also, I've done a lot of genetic testing and that's also like the recommendation based on my genes. But there's also a whole camp of people who find that increasing saturated fat really helps with their overall health. And people argue the total opposite. So I think this really does come down to genetics personally, but 
we're also talking about healthy saturated fats in general when I'm saying this. So you don't want to be eating unhealthy fats. So if you're eating like conventional fatty protein sources and those the, the that fat is filled with toxins, then that's definitely not, no good. And also high omega-6s, so all those inflammatory oils we do not want. Those are not going to do your body any favor, really toxic, and can cause a lot of inflammation and obviously affect our gut health. But there are also healthy sources of omega-6s. So, you know, like raw organic nuts and seeds have omega-6s in them, um, but also you don't want too many. So the key with omega-6 and omega-3 is just keeping a healthy balance of them. It's not completely eliminating them, but we do want to eliminate the unhealthy source of omega-6s in our diets. So her ba- basically her final parting recommendations were to increase her fiber content, get a lot of fermented food, get sufficient vitamin D, um, reducing the omega-6s in your diets and the saturated fats, keeping it to temper- 10 to 15% of your diet. And then she was talking about eating dirt. So I love this because I actually get into fights with people about this because people are like clean freaks now. They're clean freaks and they want everything so clean. Eat a little dirt, go to the farmer's market. And you know, if your veggies have some dirt on them, it's all right. Rub some dirt in it, you know? Um, Yeah, so probiotic foods, not being so crazy about trying to clean everything off. Our ancestors ate a lot of dirt and it was... It was good for them. So also how exercise is one of the best things you can do, but also too much exercise has the opposite effect. So too much exercise can cause leaky gut. And this is also related to the cortisol response or HPA axis function. Um, but you do want to make sure you're getting a healthy amount of exercise. So it's about finding that sweet spot. And then also optimizing sleep, making sure you're getting about eight hours, maybe more of sleep a night, protecting that, protecting the stress levels. She talked about stress for so long and how this is really overlooked. And honestly, I think that stress is the biggest cause of all disease and illness because it literally causes gut issues. And I think that's that at the root of everything. And I'm making vast sweeping generalizations. <laughs> but yeah, that's kind of, those are the main points. So I know this was super long. I'm sorry, this was way longer than I expected. I thought it was gonna be a solid hour 30 and I hit two hours. But I hope that it was really helpful for you. And now you can feel like you didn't even need to go to Paleo FX because I just told you everything that everybody said. So if you want the written version of this to reference back, if you didn't take notes, because I know some people take notes, head to my website, check out my blog. I have a blog post on my Paleo FX recap. And yeah, I had so much fun. I really liked meeting people. I love listening to all of these wonderful, intelligent humans share their knowledge. I love all of the knowledge, learning more knowledge. And it was really inspiring and just like re-motivated me, you know, to do what I do. And it's awesome just being around like-minded people who just get things that you're into and like all the things that other people think are super weird 
they don't think are weird. You know, I'm home in the Bay Area right now. My family just thinks I'm so strange because I'm taping my mouth closed when I sleep and I'm wearing these blue blocker glasses and they still, to an extent, think that the food I eat is very strange and yeah, but then you're you're surrounded by people who also have had this experience of their food and lifestyle changing their life and completely transforming their health and it's really awesome to like be surrounded by that and to learn more about other people's really inspiring stories because it is crazy what diet and lifestyle can do it really is quite remarkable so yeah i had a lot of fun and it was great seeing everybody so i hope you guys enjoyed this recap and sorry it was so long sorry but i think i just really wanted to get as much info out there as possible and hey you didn't have to buy a ticket right i just condensed three days worth of a trip to austin into two hours for you so there we go with that if you want to get in on the podcast community go to facebook and join wellness realness podcast tribe would love to have you in there please leave a rating and review on itunes if you haven't it takes like five seconds and it really, really helps me. And that's all I have for you. I really appreciate it if you stuck around for this whole thing. Hope you enjoyed it. And I'll talk to you again next week. Bye.